Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyom. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachat Erovin Daf Tzadi Hey Amud Aleph at the very bottom of the Amud. About to begin our study of the final parak, Hamotzei Tefillin of Masachat Erovin. Uh, and this parak is focused on um, general issues of Shvut, those prohibitions that the rabbis created in order to both promote and protect Shmirat Shabbat. Uh, and we will see where the boundaries of Shvut are and the whole sugya about in Shvut Bamikdash. And we'll begin with this particular problem. Let's say you're out in the street and you find Tfilin on Shabbat. You bring them in one pair at a time, meaning you put a pair on, wear it inside, and then go outside, put it on the pair. Gamliel says put two pairs on it at a time. We'll see what the disagreement is about. By the way, this is only true if you say that they're used at tefillin. If they've never been used, patur, you're exempt, and we'll see what the reason for that is. If you found them in piles, so there's there's too many for you to get in by putting on an, uh, a pair or two and going in and coming back out. You stay there until Shabbat is over, and then bring carry them in. If there's danger, we'll see what sort of danger that is. You cover them up and just walk away. Now, the next Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon Omer. This is back to the original problem where you find tefillin on the street. You give them to one guy, a guy gives them to another guy, meaning you pass them less than Dalaramot Rashut Until they get to the outside Chatzar, and then you find a way to get them in. Same thing would happen, it turns out, if there's a newborn baby out in the field, outside, even if there's a lot of people handling the baby. He says you can handle a barrel to handle hand a barrel to someone. And pass it, even though you're going outside of the tchum, and we assume that means the tchum of where the barrel started. The response to Yudah was that the barrel can't go further than its original owner was. And uh, that's the Mishnah at the end of uh, in the last parak of Beitzah. Uh, we'll get to all of that in further podcast. But right now, our focus is going to be on the Machlokar Megamliyon Chachamim about one or two pairs of tefillin. Now, Mishnah for the Gemara first is Zugachad in Tefilo, so you could only wear one according to Tanakama. So Leimatan Samakulokar Rameir. It sounds like this Mishnah is not a Stam Rameir. I mean, it's not Rameir's opinion. Why did you If you recall, in the 16th parak of Shabbat, when there's a case of a fire, and we allow you to put on clothes and wear them outside to get those clothes outside, Rebbeir says, put on everything you can. You're not limited to normal dress. Just put on everything you could possibly wear. Go outside, take it off, go back in, do the same thing. Now, so wait, that's a Stam Mishnah and ours is a Stam Mishnah. Why is that Stam Rameir and you're saying ours is not? Because the Ketani Allah, we have a bright uh, about that Mishnah that says, The idea of putting on everything you can, going outside, taking it off, going back in, etc., is explicitly Rameir. So that other Mishnah is Rameir, therefore ours can't be. So Amarava Filatim are a mayor. You know, we could say both of them are a mayor. Hatam Derach Mabusho, there you wear everything you could normally wear. Kecholshav Yarabanan, meaning the Rabbanan said, in a case of a fire, we're going to allow you to dress like Chol, which means put on everything you possibly could normally wear. Hacha Derach Mabusho, so here the same thing. Kecholshav Yarabanan, they made it like Chol and Chol. Hatam Nechol, Kavadabai Lavish, 
on a regular day, you put on as many clothes as you want. Put on extra jackets, extra socks if it's very cold. So they don't sell the Nami Shavarilavadon. So therefore, for saving from a fire, they allowed you to do that. Hachar b'chol nami here on chol zuga chadin tefelo. You only wear one pair of tefillin. So the natsala nami zuga chadin tefelo. Rameir would then say for hatsala <coughs> to save the uh, tefillin from being exposed outside and misused and degraded. Therefore, you uh, you would use one one pair at a time and not more, even though you could possibly put on more somewhere on your arm and on your head. Now, we have to keep, just keep in mind that the entire motivation here is that you want to spare the tefillin from being degraded by being out in the street. Now, Megamli Omishtai Mishnayim. So, Micah Sabra, what's where Megamli's position? And the, the, just the following bit of, uh, of, uh, background. There is a machloket in Masachat Melachot whether Shabbat and Laila are really excused from tefillin or not. We do not wear tefillin on Shabbat and Yom Tov. We do not wear tefillin at night. But that may be for one of several different reasons. So now, what's Ogamliel's position? who, if he thinks that Shabbat really is a Zman of Tfilin, then Zugacharin Tfilo, you should only be able to wear one, because you're doing it as a mitzvah. If he holds that Shabbat is not Zman Tfilin, using the argument that we used before, you should be able to put on a lot of pairs. Why two? The answer is the only Sabbath Shabbat Lavzman Tfilin. Who our first take is that he holds Shabbat is Lavzman Tfilin. Chichar Rabbanon Lini Yatzala. When Rabbanon allowed you to put things on to save them, Derech Mabush Malkam Tfilin. You have to wear it where Tfilin fits. So Yachi Zugachad Nami In Tfilo. So it should only be one pair, not two. The answer is Shabbat Rav Yitzchak Malkam Yishpurosh Tanech Boshte Tfilin. There's enough room on the head to put two Tfilin. So Hanech Adrosh Tiyad Ma'ikel. Remember that only works for Shorosh. What about Sholiad? The answer is, Sometimes you'll come from the field, and you're wearing tefillin all day, of course, and you have a, a, a package of what you're working, you put it on your head, you can't put the, your tefillin as them, you'll take your tefillin to Roshav and tie it on your arm to make room. So, Rav Huna only said that in order to spare the tefillin to Roshav, having a package over them, so you're tying it on your arm, but not necessarily in the right place. Rav Huna didn't say that it's fit, it's appropriate to wear two tefillin on the arm. We go back to this. We're going to extend what Rav Shmuel Rav Yitzchak said, that there's enough room on the head to put two pairs of tefillin. There's also enough room on the arm to wear two. <coughs> so now let's just as a side thing, Al Yadcha. The Torah says, Akshatam Leot Al Yadcha. Zukiporet. That's not the palm, but rather the bicep. Beninecha Zukodkod. Beninecha means the forehead, not between the eyes on the lower. So Hecha, where's the spot on the head? I'm going to be on it. Makom Shemochoshel Tinoko face. The spot where newborn baby's uh, skull is soft. Right, the forehead. So maybe Rabbi Shmuel and Tanakhava disagree about that statement, whether or not there's really room to wear two tefillin. It's like he doesn't accept it. Therefore, you know, everybody's going to agree you got to wear tefillin in a normal way. And he says you could only wear one. It's like and he accepts the idea that there's room for two. It's a little strange to say that they disagree about something which is really empirical. So, it's like, everybody accepts that idea. They disagree about whether Shabbat Zman Tefillin. 
Tanakama holds it really is Mantfilin. Therefore, you could put one on, you can't put more on because the second one would be Baltosif, and therefore you'd be carrying it. He says, no, it's not Zman Tfilin, and therefore, you put it on as much as you could put on in the right place. Another possibility is to call the Yama Shabbat Zman Tfilin. Shabbat really is Zman Tfilin. Everybody agrees. Question is, do mitzvot tzichot kamana? Meaning, we have a smachoket throughout Shas, and throughout the Rishonim, whether in order to fulfill a mitzvah, you have to have intent to fulfill a mitzvah. So now, Tarakama Shabbat Tzayt Bahi Kavanah. Tarakama says you need kavanah, which means you're intending to do the mitzvah when you put on one pair. So therefore, if you put on the second pair, it's already baltosif. He says you don't need kavanah, therefore you don't have to have intent for the mitzvah, therefore there's no baltosif. Possibility is that everybody agrees that you do not need kavanah to be yotze. So let me just at this point clarify, the Torah says in two places, you can't add to the mitzvah or take away. And adding and taking away from the mitzvah falls down, falls, as the Ramban explains there in the Superior of Chumash, into two categories. One is to add a new mitzvah, gives the example of your Avam's holiday. And the second is to change the numeric contours of a mitzvah, like three minim or five minim, uh, three tzitzit, five tzitzit, etc. And, um, Baltosif would also be an extra pair of tefillin. The Tanakama says, you violate Baltosif even if you don't intend to do the mitzvah. So by putting on a second pair of tefillin, it's Baltosif. And by the way, if it's Baltosif, it's also a burden in your carry. He says, you need Kavanah even for Baltosif. And you certainly don't have Kavanah here. You put on the tefillin without any intent whatsoever. So therefore, you didn't violate anything, and it's normal wear, and you can carry it in. And now one last take, as he disfeel on the Shabbat Zman Tfilin, if we really held that Shabbat is Zman Tfilin, you don't need to come out for either thing, everybody would agree where to. The Machloket is, if it's Shabbat Lav Zman Tfilin, do you violate uh, Baltosif when it's not the Zman of the Mitzvah? You do not need any intent, and even though it's not the Zman of the Mitzvah, you'd still violate Baltosif. Megamliel says, if it's not bizman, the, the mitzvah, then you really need to generate intent for the mitzvah in order to violate paltosif. So if that's the case, then a mayor should not allow even one pair. Because according to this, a mayor holds Shabbat, uh, lavzman tefillin, and you had to have kavanah, and you don't need to have kavanah to violate paltosif. Therefore, if you live in the sukkah on the eighth day, you should get makot, because you don't need kavanah. And after all, we sit in the sukkah on the eighth day, even though we're not chayav, because of sekedioma, but we do it, and we don't, and there's no violation of al-tosif, because there's no intent of sitting out in the shade. That's all. I'm not intending to fill the mitzvah of sukkah. So we rejected that last opinion. One of the first three approaches is the one that we would take. Now, that's all premised on the idea that there's somebody out there with the opinion that Shabbat Zman Tfilin. Who is that? Uman Shabbat Zman Tfilin. Who is it who holds that Shabbat really is a Zman Tfilin? <clears throat> Which means you could put on Tfilin on Shabbat and it will be a legitimate f- fulfillment of the mitzvah. Our first take is it's the Rabbi Akiva. We have the famous Machloket in the Machilta, the Tanya. We have the Pasuk at the end of the Parsh of Kadesh. Keep this law in its time from days to days, which means year to year. 
the drush is yamim velo lelot. Yamim means days and not nights. Miyamim, some days, velo ko yamim, not all days. Part of Shabbatot v'yamim tovim. So that excludes Shabbat and Yom Tov. The Rebbe Segli, Rebbe Segli interprets that that pasuk is about tefillin, and that excuses both nighttime and Shabbat and Yom Tov from tefillin. Rebbe Kiva disagrees. This pasuk is not about tefillin; it's about the Korban Pesach, which is also in that parasha. Okay, so it sounds like it's Rebbe Kiva, but if that's the case, after all, it says vishamarta, which means that there's a lota say involved. The first mission of Masachat Kretot lists all the Kretot, and then at the end says, and Pesach and Mila are the mitzvot say that you get karate for non-fulfillment. So let me look at Rabbi Kiva. It sounds like that mission doesn't follow Rabbi Kiva, because if Rabbi Kiva says, Vishamarta Tachukazot is about Pesach, Rabbi Kiva, Pesach, Lav Nami'ika, there's a Lav. Famous statement, anytime you have any of those three words, uh, with one of us a verb, right? Eino ela below tase. That's a lo tase. So therefore, Pesach should be a lo tase. The answer is, I feel the term of Rebekiva. No, Rebekiva could sign on to the Nishan Kretot. He shamer lav lav, he shamer dase If the word he shamer is connected with a, an, um, uh, an act that you're supposed to avoid, then it becomes a lo tase. If it's connected with an ase, then it becomes just another part of the ase. Be careful to do this ase. Okay. But the central question is, does Rabbi Kiva really think Shabbat is man tefillin? I might think you should put tefillin on, on Shabbat. Tefillin are a sign. That means days that need a sign of the relationship between B'nai Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As opposed to Shabbat and Yom Tov, which are themselves an Ot. Oti B'nai Yom Tov, B'nai Yisrael. Shabbat and Yom Tov are themselves days which demonstrate that relationship. We don't need tefillin. So Rabbi Kiva explicitly says tefillin does not uh, does not uh, practice on Shabbat, not put on Shabbat. So it's not Rabbi Kiva. Okay, second attempt. It could be Rabbi Natan. Or Balayla, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you can put tefillin on, you can take tefillin off, meaning you can wear tefillin at night. Rabbi Natan. Yon, but that's not about Shabbat yet. Yonatan Akitoni Yomer Ain Menichin Tfilin Balayla. Don't put Tfilin on night. Now, Rabbi Natan, Midalayla, the Tanakam, is Man Tfilin. Since Rabbi Natan holds its Man Tfilin, includes Laila, Shabbat Nami is Man Tfilin. So it should be that Shabbat also is, because we saw from Yosef Lili, our first opinion that we saw here, that Shabbat and Tfilin, Shabbat and Laila seem to get knocked out together. So if he holds that you put Tfilin on Laila, you must hold that Tfilin works on Shabbat too. Who says Dilma Sfirah Le Laila Zman Tefillin? Shabbat Lav Zman Tefillin. Maybe he holds that Laila is a good time for for Tefillin, which means Tefillin is twenty four six, but not Shabbat. Tashaminele Rabbi Akiva, because we see that Rabbi Akiva himself says that Laila Zman Tefillin. Who Shabbat Lav Zman Tefillin? Who he makes that split? So it's not Rabbi Natan. Now Lahai Tana, it must be this Tana, the Tanya. Michabat Kushi Aitam Menachat Tefillin. Lo Michuba Chachamim. Ishtol Shadnai Ta Olal Regev Lo Michuba Chachamim. Famous uh, anecdote that uh, that Michal Bat Shaul Kushi is based on Pasuk and Tehillim would uh, put on Tefillin and Chacham didn't say anything to her and Yonah the Navi his wife made Aliyah Leregel and Chacham didn't say anything to her. So it must be that if she put on Tefillin and Chacham didn't protest <coughs> that it's a Mitzvah Tasei Shlo Asman Grama and women are Chayiv. 
And therefore, there is an opinion out there that Shabbat is uh, Shabbat and Laila are all times for tefillin. Maybe not. Who says? Maybe they just held like Rabbi Yossi. famously said, women can do smicha on a korban, even though they're not obligated to, and there's no issue of mishtamish b'kodshim, <coughs> because we want to give them nachat ruach, allow them to do it, which means women can do any mitzvah that they're not obligated to do, and therefore this woman put on tefillin, it's fine, it doesn't mean she's chayav, which means it could still be zman grama, <coughs> and we, we don't mind if she puts on tefillin. Otherwise, you got to say that because the other example is Yonah's wife making Aliyah who Everybody agrees women are exempt from, from Regal. The Torah says explicitly, all your males. And it certainly is time-bound. It must be that it's Rashut because they're allowed to do a mitzvah which means this proves nothing about Shabbat being Zman Tefillin. So that's not our Tanya. Lahai Tanya Rehi. It must be this unnamed Tanya Tanya. Hamotzei Tefillin Machizan Zug Zug Yachara Ish Vachara Isha Achar Chalashot Achar Yishonot Vermeir. In the Tosefta associated with our Mishnah, it has the same thing except explicitly says that whether man or woman can put on this Tefillin and care and bring it in. And then Vermeir says whether they're old or new. Remember in our Mishnah we limited to to used ones. If you don't serve Chalashot Matiri Yishonot, Rabbi Yudah like our Mishnah does not allow you to to bring in new ones. All right, we'll see why that is. So, they're only disagreements about new and old. They agree that a woman could wear tefillin and bring it in. It must be that tefillin applies 24-7. And therefore, Shabbat is man tefillin. And women are chayiv in the mitzvah because, uh, because uh, it is not zman grama. So therefore, we can sort of backward infer that Shabbat is Mantfilin, according to both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. That's a very big statement. Maybe Rabbi Yehuda and Meir allowed the woman who put on Tefillin only because of Rabbi Yossi's consideration that allows women to do mitzvot to not chayivin, but not because um, Shabbat is Mantfilin. So no, I don't think that's the case. We can prove that neither Mayor nor Rabiuda subscribes to Rabiosi's notion about Rashut. Lord Mayor Sala Kurbiosi, how do we know that none? We have the Mishnah. The Mishnah in the end of Rashana says we if little kids want to play and uh, practice their tkiya on Yom Tov, we don't stop them. And the implication is But women, adult women, we do keep them from doing that. Even though it's Rashut. And that's the Stam Mishnah. who is the Stam author of the Sifra, the Sifra reads as follows, the Tanya, the Rabbi Yisrael was Samach. In the beginning of Ayikra, it says, B'nai Yisrael, if they want to bring a Korban, the first thing to do is do Smicha. And the Drush is, B'nai Yisrael Somchin, not Yisrael Somchot. Only the men do Smicha, women don't do Smicha on a Korban. And Rabbi Yosef Shimon Omrim Nashim Somchot Rishut, and here Rabbi Yosef famously says, "Women may if they wish." Ustam Sifra Mani Rabbi Yehuda, who is the default author of the Sifra? It's Rabbi Yehuda. So you see that Rabbi Yehuda does not accept the notion that women can do mitzvot that they're exempt from. Neither does Rabbi Meir. So if Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir both say a woman puts on tefillin outside on Shabbat to wear them and bring them in to save them. Therefore, they must hold that women are chayav in tefillin. If they're chayavot in tefillin, it must be that tefillin operates 24-7, and we found our elusive uh, authors of the opinion that Shabbat zman tefillin hu. Okay, we'll pause at this point.
We're going to pick it up with further exploration of issues of tefillin and actually related to tzitzit also uh, in the next podcast. Anytime you should have a wonderful day.